In a world filled with information, where do you turn to get straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Lock it in to the longest-running financial talk show in Arkansas and let us help you build the bridge between information and application. Real financial change begins right here, and it starts with you. It's showtime! We're spending a little of our summer at the movies on the Get Ready for the Future show, gleaning some financial tips from pop culture. And today's feature film is Disney's Moana. The Get Ready for the Future show starts right now. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. And welcome in, everybody. My name is Scott Inman, Marcus Sorio, and Janet Walker on the desk today. Welcome to you both, and good Thank morning. Thank you. Good morning. We are ready to go. We're having a little fun at the movie. Have you guys been to the movies lately? Yeah. Okay, so they're back, right? Yeah, I mean, theaters absolutely. Are open. They can be packed, I guess, from time to time. I went back for the first time. My son Garrett and I were on vacation in Colorado, and it rained one day, and we kind of got the movie bug. We went to go see Jungle Cruise at the yeah. IMAX. It was fun, oh. fun movie. But it really was kind of as I walked in, I was thinking, man, it's it's been a year and a half yeah. since I've been into the, the movie theaters. We yeah. started going, I don't know, maybe a couple of months ago or so. Kids were out for the summer, that type of thing. Um, but we went to see Jungle Cruise this past Sunday, my daughter and I did. And it was the most people I have seen in a theater this whole time since COVID started. Because a lot of times when we would go over the summer... It would just be my family, nobody yeah. else in yeah. the theater. And it's right. like, yeah, we rented the place out, you yeah. know. <laughs> Which they're letting you do, by the way, these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, we didn't do that, but wow. it felt right. like it, yeah. Yeah, the the last time I went was a couple months ago to see, I think it was In the Heights. Uh, it's kind yeah. of like a musical. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Lynn by Manuel, the same people Miranda. as did Hamilton. Hamilton, yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was, it was really good. We yeah. enjoyed that. Well, I can yeah. tell you at the IMAX in Colorado, there were hardly anybody there. What? with maybe seven or eight people with us so it was a tuesday night and it's colorado and it's yeah. 75 degrees outside right so there's a lot of other, <laughs> stuff yeah, other things to do but hey, hey you know mark does have a leg up on us on this one though because he actually just recently came back from hawaii and ah. i think on on the trip out there you watched moana as oh, well yeah. so he's like double oh, okay. prepared double. so I'm we're just gonna hand the show over to him and yes, let please. him roll with, it. <laughs> roll with it it's been a while since i've seen it i have seen it because i have little kids yeah. or had little kids that was the last that, time i saw was, it yeah <laughs> <laughs> They're not little anymore. Yeah, they yeah. call it the Aloha State. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah, you had a good I felt trip. like I was in Moana. Yeah, you felt like you were in the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, today's show is based on gleaning some financial tips. You know, the, I was thinking about this. Uh, my son actually is in. He's studying to uh, make movies. His, his major is digital cinema uh, at UCA, and I we've had this conversation about uh, the relevance and importance of movies yes. and entertainment you know because it can be really easy to dismiss the, the relevance role that of they it, play. the role that it yeah. plays but it does help us shape for better or worse culture mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and and that can lead to behavior quite frankly uh right. when you see it on the screen now maybe in not in an animated show from disney but possibly right so there are some real connections to what you see on the screen. Is there a lesson here to be learned? Right. Yeah. So there were, that's what we're going to do today is we jump off. We've got several uh, financial tips that we're going to glean from Moana. And I think the most obvious place to start is uh, the greed that is on display in this movie, right? Uh, the beginning of the movie, you learn the the story of it's really all the setup for the plot. There's this character called Tafiti that the heart of Tafiti could create life itself and she shared it with the world and over time long period of time people wanted that heart right they had they had some envy they had some greed they believed that if they could possess it the great power of creation would be theirs and then we've got our character Maui uh, one of the main characters in the movie who wants to steal it away and goes to try to take it uh, and does without her heart though Tafiti begins to crumble and that leads to terrible darkness, the downside to that. And then Maui's magical fish hook and the heart were lost. So obviously, it's a good lesson in the movie that they want you to get from it. But greed prevents us from the very thing we want. And how does that play into finances? Well, that's a pretty easy line to draw when you talk about greed and envy. That that can lead yeah. us to some bad financial money decisions. Yeah, even without the movie parallel, we've talked yeah. about greed a lot on this show. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that greed and financial independence do not mix. Mm-hmm. When you start to get greedy, you're thinking emotionally rather than logically. And nine times out of ten, you're going to make the wrong decision about your money because you're, you're letting greed guide you. Yeah, and a lot of times we see it as 
you know, our ability to do things. And um, and in, in the movie, you know, we later find out that uh, that Maui uh, is actually acting out of uh, a desire to be liked by everyone, right? Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah so it, it can come from a lot of different sources. Um, but uh, we have to always be be wary of, of where it's coming from and what it's making us do and how it affects our resources, our, our money. You know, a, a pretty simple concept here, but one that a lot of people miss is just, you know, the, the opposite of greed, which is, is all completely focused on yourself and the, the benefits that you're going to get from whatever it is that we're talking about. Um, but then if you look at the opposite of that, and that is helping others. And frankly, whatever it is that you do in your career you will be successful by helping more people. The more people you help, the more successful you will be. And the more successful you are, the more financial benefit comes from that. So so by helping people and not being greedy, you actually wind up benefiting yourself financially in most cases as well. Other people, uh, the other side of this rather, I think a lot of people too are taught that greed is bad. I was taught greed is bad when mm-hmm. you're when you're growing up, and that can also lead to the idea that money is bad, yeah. right? And money is not a, an evil thing. the 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 love of money can, right. is evil, as the Bible says. But when you think about money's role, it's a neutral. That's right. Thing. It is how you use it, how you earn it, and how you use it is what's important. So saving. I think can sometimes be a deterrent. People don't think they mm-hmm. they want to save because they they feel like that's being greedy if they hoard or they build wealth in their minds. And I think so. It can have the opposite effect too. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, you know, there are a lot of people who who uh, jokingly say you can get a financial degree by reading proverbs mm-hmm. proverbs over and over and over again. And there's there's a significant amount of truth to that. There's a lot to be learned there financially, and there are numerous references to basically saving for a rainy day, saving up and being prepared for the future. And the equivalent of that today is when when you're making income, save a portion of that put back so that you are prepared for whatever the future might hold for you. And and I like uh, a lot what you were talking about earlier with, uh, you know, that uh, helping people and having a generous heart mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, in, in the movie, uh, so Maui does this because the, the people are asking for it uh, and uh, he he just just to please them and to be liked he he does this uh, whenever uh, sometimes we we feel like you know our, our family or our loved ones or uh, whoever it is that uh, is asking for something you know sometimes uh, you know what what they uh, what people ask for is not really what they need right and right. so a lot of times saving is is actually what uh, what will be best uh, especially for for our families if we're thinking about you know the long term. Uh, you know, uh, pursuing the the benefit in, in the long term is usually better than that uh, instant gratification in the moment. Yeah. Um, so we talked about saving. Let's yeah. talk about the opposite of right. that, which is overspending. Right. And greed will often put you in the situation of overspending, mm-hmm. whether it is keeping up with the Joneses or here's you a little bit of Ariana Grande. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. Sure. You know, so whatever the reason is, whether it's to satisfy yourself or maybe your self image, what other people think of you. It's still at the core. It's greed that is causing yeah. you to overspend. Yeah, we were talking about the the greed and in, in relative to trying to have money, but the, really the, where it manifests itself is possessions. Yeah, more yeah. more often than not in right. culture, and that's and that is driven a lot by the keeping up with the Joneses. And we've talked about on this show before how it is also about the social media that we look at. Right? I mean, I I, I can't tell you yeah. how often I check my Facebook page and, and maybe there's one friend who looks like they're always on vacation. And I've probably said that to people, right? Man, <laughs> how many dang trips do they take to the beach every year? But the reality is it's probably only a couple or three. And, right. and I'm, But I'm just seeing that because yeah. that's what they're presenting to right. me, right? So it is very easy uh, in today's world when it's right there at your phone, right there on an app, right there at the, at the tip of your finger to to open up this world of how everybody else is living their life oh, yeah. and how great mm-hmm. everything is to get into that envy or greed mm-hmm. mindset and overspend. 
I'll tell you when I've run into a lot recently, um, just because of the stage of life with our son going to college in the next few weeks, um, there's a group on Facebook called Dorm Chatter. And and I have to say, they've been very helpful. Like, how are we going to deal with X, whatever it might be? You can put a question out there and you're going to get some pretty good feedback. You're going to get some other feedback too, but you're going to get <laughs> you're gonna get enough good feedback to, to move you forward. But what's also happening is people are posting pictures of like their kids' dorm rooms. Yep. And so... So let's talk about Ole Miss for just a minute. Um, you know, they are known for being pretty Southern classy, you yep, know, sure. and I'm telling you, they hire decorators to do their dorm oh, rooms. Oh my goodness, really? I'm, I'm not kidding you. They hire decorators and I'm like, I mean, oh we gosh. went to Bed Bath & Beyond and used a 20% off coupon <laughs> for the comforter and basically called it good. You know, right, we're right. going to throw in a That's fridge winning. and a microwave, but yeah. you know, when we look at, there are other things that he's taking that we never had, you know, Scott, when you and I were in college, it was like... Yeah, throw some posters on the wall if you can yeah. get them up there, and we're and they're probably posters that you already had in your bedroom <laughs> with a thumbtack. By yes, the way, yeah. yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And we didn't really. The only thing that we bought was a refrigerator, and we had to have a, a we had to have the bedding because I didn't have a twin size bed at home. So that was it. And and I look at you know what we we made it. We came out with a degree, which is the reason you're <laughs> there. That's you know, it. so not trying to keep up with the Joneses. You you know, looking at the long term perspective. Yeah. Other people's expectations should not dictate your future. That's that's the key tip and the takeaway here. You've got to connect to your purpose. Yeah. And, and that comes back to defining what your purpose is. You know, what what is the ultimate destination and the use for the money that you're earning? I mean, obviously, it's different when you're in college. Right. I mean, but you, there has got to be a balance on what you're buying for today and what you're saving for tomorrow. But a lot, a lot of times what can keep us from focusing on that purpose and connecting to it is that we feel like we've had, we've made a lot of mistakes, right? And we mm-hmm. feel like yeah. our, our past is dragging us down and we think that it somehow disqualifies us, right? For having that, that purpose and, and pursuing that purpose that we want. Yeah. Yeah. But your past really does not have to dictate your future, determine yeah. who you want to be and determine to move forward based on that future, not based on your past. I think it's important to point out most of the folks we work with, they hail from humble beginnings. Oh, yeah. Some weren't even that lucky. And you mm-hmm. think about, I think about the books that have been written about what the typical millionaire in this country looks like. It would, there have been several going back 25 years, right? The millionaire next door, yeah. I think was uh, written in the 90s. I read that book, and then Chris Hogan had one out not that long ago, mm-hmm, Everyday mm-hmm. Millionaire, read mm-hmm. that one. Really, what not much has changed right. on how people accumulate wealth in this country. So if you think that million a million-dollar net worth is only for the people who inherited that or were given that, that's not the truth. The surveys will show that most people hail from humble beginnings. They just have to connect to their purpose, and their purpose was to build wealth for a financial independence. Yeah, it's a slow and steady race of good decisions built upon other good decisions over a long period of time. And, and if you continue to do that, whether it is paying down what debt you do have, building up savings, building up assets for retirement, um, there are not very many people who are overnight millionaires. You know, they got a lottery ticket and it was the one and there they are. Right. It is slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. And, you know, and professionals will say, you know, professionals in the financial industry will, will tell uh, of how behavioral finance, right? It's, and, and just finance in general, going back to the point of, you know, the everyday millionaire, that it's 80 to 90% behavioral, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. you know, 10 to 20% financial. Uh, so it's it's really focusing on those everyday tasks and making sure that you're making those day-to-day wise decisions in, in your money. Well, going back to Maui in our movie, right? It was mm-hmm. his behavior. It was his yeah. emotions that led to his behavior that he made a huge mistake. And that's the same in the financial world, in our personal financial world, that it's the emotions that take over, mm-hmm. the behavior that we choose to engage in. That's what can lead to the mistake. So how do you avoid that? Well, we talked about it. You know, you you don't need special connections, insider knowledge, or a particular pedigree to get the support you need. All you need to do is connect with a financial advisor. And that's what we're here for. You talked about the behavioral coaching, Mark. That's really typically 
the majority of what we're going to do when we build a plan and continue to meet with our clients, it's more about the relationship than it is the investment side. Yeah, and making sure that folks aren't uh, letting their past you know, keep hold of their futures, staying focused on, on the goal. Feeling secure about your future starts with how you see your future. We've got 10 ways to shift your perspective of financial planning with our free download, What's the Plan? A Manifesto for Your Life, Your Worth, and What Happens Next. Get it by texting the word PLAN to 501 381 8. And we're continuing with the Get Ready for the Future show right after this. We are gleaning some financial tips from pop culture. It is the Get Ready for the Future show's At the Movies. A few weeks this summer, we're talking about some very popular movies and some tips that we can gain from them. Moana is the subject of uh, our show today. We were talking about that movie, and I did want to return real quickly. I kind of rushed through because we were up against a break talking about the 10 ways to shift your perspective of financial planning. I want to go a little bit slower through that in case you missed that number. We've got this free download. It's called What's the Plan? A Manifesto for Your Life, Your Worth, and What Happens Next. And this is really, when we talk about behavior, when we talk about mindset, emotion, this will really kind of maybe shift your ideas about how to save for retirement or how to build for financial independence. And you can get that for free. You can do it one of two ways. You can go to GetReadyForTheFuture.com forward slash plan, or you can text the word plan to 501-381-5228 to get your copy. We invite you to do that today. Cost absolutely nothing to do uh, to get that. So we're up to our next tip, and this is revolving around fear, another emotion. So much about this is behavior oh, yeah, right. and, uh, and feelings, as we talked about. But one of the great overall uh, themes of the plot of the movie Moana is the idea that they're they're all on this island. Moana's family is, uh, and they've been there for a long time. They've had some success with uh, uh, growing their food and having a pretty vibrant existence. But then things are starting to change because of this darkness that we talked about, right? Mm-hmm, the, with mm-hmm. uh, the the heart that's been stolen and, and mm-hmm. things are going bad, uh, and they can't seem to grow enough crops to eat, and so things are starting to deteriorate on this island, but they are so scared, Mark, to leave the island because of this reef that is out there, right? Right, and for for the longest time, you know, uh, Moana, since she's a baby, you know, she feels this call to to go beyond the reef. Yep. Uh, but her, her father uh, has this fear, right? And we find out that's because, you know, there was a storm and he tried to go beyond the reef and, you know, he lost a friend in the process. Um, you know, but so a lot of times... You know, fear keeps us from being able to to move forward, and we, we get kind of stuck in this uh, uh, comfort zone. Um, but it a lot of times that comfort zone it really isn't doing us any favors. No, you're absolutely right. So many times people wind up living paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. and and I know this whole thing is set in Hawaii, and we're talking about saltwater, but I'm going to talk about freshwater fish for just a minute. <laughs> um, something I learned about goldfish a long, long time ago is that they grow to the size of their container. I was over at a friend's house, and and she was telling me about her goldfish, and y'all, they were the size of catfish. <laughs> I was looking at it, was like, is this a different type? She's like, no, they're just in a big container, and they grow to the size of their container. And I think you know, we do the same thing for our paychecks. Hmm. Our spending grows to the size of our paychecks. Mm -hmm. So as you get a raise, uh, you spend a little bit more. But think about whatever the priority is in your life at this point financially, whether it is that you need to be saving more, you need to be paying down debt, you need to be putting more money back for retirement. As you get raises, if you will automate that, if, let's say it's $100 more per paycheck. If you want to spend 25 bucks of it and raise your standard of living a little bit per paycheck, great. But that other $75, take it and automate it, whether it's automatically going into your savings account so you don't see it in your spendable money, or whether it's automatically going as an extra principal payment towards your debt, whatever it is that you're focused on, or automatically going into retirement. Don't let your spending grow to the size of your new cash flow. Mm -hmm. How many people have we even heard in client meeting rooms when we ask about when do you want to retire or when do you expect to retire? The answer is I'll never retire because that that can be that can take over if you don't have a plan because you don't you don't have that vision for retirement without the plan. And many people just feel like it's not going to happen for them because they don't have that vision. Mm-hmm. And and it's because of fear sometimes that is holding them back. They don't realize there's more uh, beyond the reef, so to speak. 
Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in, in the movie, they what that led to is, you know, there's this group of people that used to be, um, you know, big sailors and they understood yeah. the seas. Uh, to completely lose that that ability, right? And mm-hmm. so uh, I think that what what we see is that sometimes that gets passed on to to the next generation, right? Uh, the the money yep. uh, behaviors, right? Yeah. That, that is learned from the parents that gets passed down, and so you know some people might think that. Uh, the, the way that they were born is the way that they'll continue to live and, and it just goes on. Yeah, I think that's very uh, that's a really good point because I do think when the the financial status or I guess maybe socioeconomic status yeah. that you grow up in, the household you grow up in, that is kind of your comfort zone, right? You expect it to right. be no better or no worse than how you grew up as a kid. Well, and, and I see oftentimes um, – a, a really judgmental mindset about people who are maybe a step or two above where you grew up. And, and it's not, it's not with any merit. It, you know, it's not like, you know, these people and you know, their character or their heart. But if, if you've been taught for whatever reason that money is bad, like we talked about earlier, right. then people who have money are also bad. Yeah. And so you don't want to become them. So you don't work harder to, to get to a higher place. But like we talked about earlier, money is neither good nor bad. It is it is a reflection of who you are. And if you're a good person, you use it in good ways. If you're not, then you don't. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, and, and we know that with uh, with money and with, with growing, right, anytime that, that we want uh, to to go beyond the reef, we're going to face some bumps on the road. Right. I think the the great takeaway here is is if that's you, if if you're really kind of wandering in the wilderness, you're afraid to go beyond the reef, you want to stick to your comfort zone. How do you get out? How do you force yourself to get past that fear and go beyond the reef? And we have a great tool for doing that. And and I've seen this in a client meeting room when we start talking about this software, Mark. You're 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 kind of in charge of this Money Works program for us, and it's helping people turn lights on. The light mm-hmm. switches are switching mm-hmm. uh, on for them. I've seen that in the in the client meeting room. But tell us a little bit about. I want to get into a little bit about if people are stuck in their fear and and don't want to go beyond the reef. How this Money Works program can actually help them move forward. Yeah, and you know, I, I think it, uh, going back to what we were just talking about. Um, with the, uh, the the generational behaviors that then happen, you know, a lot of things, uh, a lot of times, a lot of the folks that I've been re- meeting with about money works, uh, you know, are folks that you know tell me, well, you know, I, I uh, my my folks right have told me that you know they they want a better future for me, so they you know yeah. have asked me to to reach out. Right. And, and I see a lot of parents that do that. And I think it's fantastic. Uh, but what it is, is uh, it's a program that's meant to provide the accountability, the guidance and the education uh, that folks need. Right. It's almost a financial education that uh, a lot of a lot of us wish we would have gotten in, in right. school right, or in college um, and uh, to to get out of that comfort zone. Right. To go beyond the reef uh, in the movie. Um, they, they've got this concept of a wayfinder, right? And the wayfinder is basically somebody that's that's a master sailor, right? That that can tell where they are and where they need to go, you know, based on on the stars. And um, and it, it's uh, it's a very very unique and special talent. Uh, and Maui is uh, a wayfinder, and Moana is trying to learn, right? Uh, because she's had this love for the sea and wants to go beyond the reef. Uh, but Maui at first doesn't want to teach her, um, and and uh, and it's, so it's interesting that that dialogue back and forth. But uh, when it comes to to your finances, you know that's not the type of mentor that you want. Uh, there's a, a lot of uh, you know advisors out there, people in the financial industry that that believe that uh, that this financial education should just be held, you know, for the, a select few, right? And uh, and we we do not believe that we feel like that uh, that financial education is a, is a right that uh, everybody should have access to. So uh, so MoneyWorks is the way that we are looking to make sure that it does extend to everyone. Um, and it's the, the just the ease of technology, uh, combining technology with the power of relationships. So uh, you know, not to call myself a wayfinder or anything like that, yeah. but that's that's what it is. We help folks find their way. Well, and and I love the simplicity combined with the power of this program. It's not overly simplistic, but it's simple enough that you can start, you know, wherever you are when you go in and just answer a few questions about your situation financially. It's going to give you a score. So it's gamified, you know, Mm -hmm. so you get the score. And if you're wired to score, then it's going to go, okay, hey, you've got this score right now. But if you would like to have a higher score, then here are 
are the steps that you need to take. And you're not just stuck with this online system. You also have Mark as an advisor whom you can reach out to and establish a relationship. So it is this this beautiful combination of online technology that you can use at two o'clock in the morning and get educational information on an ongoing basis. And then also reach out to somebody who's going to learn your own personal situation and say, hey, what do you think about this and use and use him as a sounding board? That's yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, and so we, we bring those together uh, to provide that that uh, educational foundation. Uh, and again, you know, provides it's, it's a gamified process. Yeah. So it's a step by step process on telling you, you know, what's the next uh, best thing to do right. to reach that financial wellness that, that you deserve. You can do a lot of it on your own. But you also have access to a financial advisor. Yes. It's the best of both worlds, really, yeah. for, for you to learn and do things on your own and get motivated through that gamification and also have the guidance of an advisor. If you'd like to learn more about MoneyWorks, it's about a dollar a day, by the way, uh, for the yeah. subscription for that. Uh, you can pay on a monthly basis and you can call us and learn more about it. Mark would be glad to talk to you. Toll-free number is 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7500. Two six to learn more about MoneyWorks or to set up a first complimentary initial appointment with a Genwell Financial Advisor. You can do that as well. We have about a minute and a half left in this segment, and we're going to set up our next segment with this because the other part of this, when you think about the movie, you talked about I, I, when you talked about Moana and Maui and Wayfinders and all that. They're sailing across the ocean on a raft, and everything's going pretty good until they get chased by these things we've got a picture of them yep there they are (laughs) these are the coconut pirates remember them if you're watching on our live stream sorry for the radio audience you're not you'll have to just google it you can do that that's all we did to get that back up. (laughs) the coconut pirates are chasing them and there will be times where hey i'm setting this new course maybe it's through money works maybe everything's going great i'm seeing some change but then here come the coconut pirates and that that can take many forms one of them is Market volatility. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and we're going to show you a chart in the next segment. We don't have time to do that now uh, to show you. But it can be market volatility. It can be some disruptions along the way. And it can feel like the coconut pirates are, are chasing you down. But there are ways to get through, you know, the challenges of the coconut pirates. Yes. <laughs> we, we'll talk about that as well. Again, if you want to learn more about uh, MoneyWorks, uh, you can call us toll-free at 866-653-PLAN. Again, it's 866-653-7526. And we'd be glad to talk to you about that. We'd also be glad to set you an appointment with a Gen Wealth advisor near you. We have offices all over Arkansas and northwest Louisiana. And also, if you're watching online, we are also in Brentwood, Tennessee. So if you're nearby there, you can check us out there as well. Back in a moment. Education-driven, strategy-based, team-delivered, that is the Gen Wealth difference. And today we are gleaning some financial lessons or tips from the movie Moana. It's summer at the movies, having a little fun here on the Get Ready for the Future show. And we were talking about, in the last segment, the Coconut Pirates coming to chase after Moana and Maui in that raft. Didn't happen, though. They they gave it a run, but they uh, Moana did not allow the pirates to steal the heart. And you should not allow market conditions to steal your progress. We talked about the if you're just starting out, just getting right back on track. Maybe you're not starting out, but you got off track and you're really trying to get straightened out. And then the market has a downturn right when you begin investing or anywhere really along the way. It is good to remember that the coconut pirates in the form of market volatility yeah. are not going to get you. You're going you're gonna to be able to survive it. We've got a chart that shows market volatility over the last 20 years, or actually from 2000 to 2020. And take a look at this. This is actually the uh, actually going back to 1970, I should say the 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 S and P 500. And you think about okay, if you pick 1970 there, Janet, and then you pick 2020. Well, yeah, obviously yeah. it's done quite well. But look at all that jagged uh, chart in in between. It yeah. is it is not a, a smooth ride to the top. It's it's ugly along the way, but it is generally an upward movement. But there are time periods. You know, we talk about the lost decade from 2000 to 2010, and you yep. can see that in the chart. But I think you have to look at <clears throat> what is the purpose behind the dollars I'm investing. I'll give you an example. At several years ago, uh, one of my son's friends, he was probably about 12 at the time, and his mom and dad thought that 
that they were going to do this this fabulous thing and teach their son about investing. And so this was just kind of, it wasn't through us. It was just kind of some play money that they did on the side, but they were using his money to do it. Okay, so it really got his attention. Well, he was telling me about this a few weeks in, and he said, I don't, I don't want to invest. You can really lose money doing that <laughs> because it was like 25% down from what they had put in. And I'm like, He's 12. You, you know, I think he's got a little while before he's going to need this money. And it, like if it's retirement money, we got decades before you're going to need it. So leave it alone. And if you haven't sold that holding, mm-hmm. then you haven't lost anything. Right. You know, it's just a change in value at that point. And a lot of people miss that. This gets yep. back to the fear and greed thing. Yep. It causes you to buy at the wrong time and it causes you to sell at the wrong time. And you don't want to do that. Especially if you don't have a plan, it, it can feel daunting. It can feel yeah. like you know, it's it's all on your shoulders. Uh, but you know, we, we talk a lot about dollar cost averaging and, and mm-hmm. how that's a huge help, right? Uh, through you know things. I know our listeners have probably heard of our uh, cow story multiple times, right? How we were buying cows at multiple points, uh, yeah. which is you know just buying uh, your your shares of your investments at different points in the market, and how over the long term, you know, that helps you uh, really profit at the end. Um, but it's all part of a plan, and so that's that's why uh, the, the plan helps us to be flexible uh, and to to be able to uh, manage these uh, different circumstances. Uh, you know, the coconut pirates, um, because it's it's built into the plan. Yeah, the the dollar cost averaging concept can really help when you're mm-hmm. accumulating. So when you think about putting money into the market when the market is down, then you are essentially buying shares on sale, right? Yeah. It's it's a it's it's accumulating shares is the goal, not really focusing on the account value. Now, the opposite is true when you get closer to retirement, right? Yeah. So we do need to talk about that and we're going to kind of shift this. This is really kind of our midway point when we've talking talking to people who may be starting out uh, through most of our show. Let's now focus on people who are getting into the retirement red zone 10 years and out because as Janet, you talked about, if you're 12 and you've got decades, yeah. you don't need to worry about market right. volatility, right? But as you get closer, and, and and I don't need to tell anybody this who's going into the retirement red zone. We talk yeah. to them all the time. Their mindset shifts on, oh, I don't yeah. have the time to make this up. So volatility does take a whole new form. Yeah. If, if, you're, if you're 55, 60 years old, frankly, whatever the age is, if you're five to 10 years out from retirement, you are in that retirement red zone. And you cannot, you don't have the time to recover from a big downturn if it impacts your entire portfolio, which is why we, in advance of your actual retirement, we highly recommend that you meet with an advisor and begin to segment those assets. Basically, think of them in different buckets of money, if you will, so that you have a short-term bucket that is not exposed to that long-term volatility. So, it's going to be your grocery money in that first bucket. You don't have the time to recover that downturn for your grocery money. You, you frankly, guys, would not invest your paycheck you know, that you're going to eat off of in the next month. Right. You wouldn't invest that portion of your paycheck because that's your grocery money. Well, the same thing is true of your, we'll call it your grocery money, your income that you're going to have for the first five to 10 years in retirement needs to be treated very differently than the income that you'll use in retirement for the years beyond that. So it's very important to segment those assets and really begin to treat them differently as you approach retirement. I would encourage you too, if you're getting close to retirement, to not think of it as the end though. It's not, I'm accumulating, accumulating and full stop. Now I'm no longer accumulating. You still need to have when you are bucketing those segments of money out. Janet talked about the conservative part of the money you're spending near term, but to combat inflation, and we'll talk right. a little bit more about this later, you still need to have a growth mindset with some of mm-hmm. your assets. There, There is going to need to be an equity component to this. Yeah, and, and to clarify, it's not that you're an accumulator in that you're adding to it anymore because you're, you're drawing right. down money in those early buckets, but you are adding to it from the growth component. It yeah. is growing itself over time. Right. We've got, uh, we talk a lot about the biggest risks to retirement and yeah. inflation being one of them. So making sure that you have that growth yeah. is the main way that we combat that. We mentioned MoneyWorks as our new uh, program offering for people kind of starting out, trying to get on track and build wealth and, and work towards financial independence. The Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process is what addresses the folks who are getting into the retirement red zone and the bucketing strategy. Social security analysis and strategy is part of that as well. If you'd like to learn more about that, you can set up a 
complimentary first appointment with a Gen Wealth advisor by calling toll free 866 653 plan. That's 866-653-7526. We have offices all over Arkansas. We're in Conway, West Little Rock, El Dorado, Hot Springs, and Bryant. We also have uh, an office in northwest Louisiana, the Bossier City area, and we're in Brentwood, Tennessee, if you're watching online as well. So give us a call if you're walking in on uh, getting close to retirement and market volatility is concerning to you. You've spent a lifetime accumulating wealth, and now you have to figure out how to make it last. Our next point is from we're gleaning from the movie Moana is don't be afraid of the realm of retirement monsters. Now there wasn't a retirement monster in Moana. <laughs> we're taking a little liberty there, but in order to retrieve Maui's magic fish hook to restore the heart, Maui and Moana have to delve into the realm of monsters. And retirement, as we've already kind of set up in this segment, can be its own realm of monsters. There are a lot of fear factors when it comes to retirement. We've talked about the market volatility being yeah. chief among them, but investment allocation, how to position those investments, the investment strategy becomes a different kind of game. We talk about it all the time. You're you're into the red zone. If you think about football, football season is gearing up. I always use the analogy that you're playing the game differently inside the 20-yard line, which is known as the red zone, than you are in between the 20s, and offensive coordinators will tell you that. When you get inside the 20-yard line, the play calling needs to change. And when you get inside the retirement red zone, the play calling needs to change. Well, so part of that play calling is the buckets that we talked about, mm-hmm. how you allocate those. But I want to I want to talk about why it's a monster for most people. I think what we fear is what we do not understand. And if you can get somebody to sit down with you and explain these types of things in a way that makes sense to you, then you're not going to fear it anymore. And guys, we can we can spend time talking about, you know, the details of investment allocation and all of that, but but really what it comes down to is that you need to have a strategy for your retirement income. Because I'll give you an example. There was a gentleman who came in a few weeks ago, and he's been uh, he's been to talk to several advisors, and he came in and he said every single one of them has told me the same thing that I need a sixty forty allocation, and that's what I have, and I'm good, and that was it. Hmm. But he said I want to know what your your strategy is. And I've had very few people ask that over the years. They always come in asking about investments or how am I going to, you know, how am I going to retire? Maybe it's just a broad brush, but they don't very often ask about strategy or philosophy. And we actually have a retirement income philosophy that has led us to the strategy that we use. And when we go through that and explain it, people go, oh, that makes sense. And it's so much more than a 60-40 allocation. In fact, we believe that strategy in many in many situations is not going to work. It's mm-hmm. proven itself time and time again. And so you have to be sure that you know, you're not dealing with the monster that is just, oh, I've got some investments. Mm-hmm. Because that that's not a fake monster hiding under the bed. That's legit. That's a real one that can get you. Yeah. And that 60-40 uh, strategy, if you will, that yeah. that, 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 that client uh, heard many, many times, it, it may have worked 25, 30 years ago. Right. Because fixed income was in a different spot. That's Interest right. rates were in a different spot. But think about that. Think about a 60-40 uh, investment allocation in today's world could it lose ten percent, twelve percent in a year? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, if days, and if you're yeah, if you're drawing four percent out of that, yeah, and you're not getting a linear positive return, think about the effect that has primarily. Even if it may work itself out in the end, which as you said, it may work, it may not, but it's going to affect your income because right. you're going to have to make decisions on whether you take the same amount of income that you did before. You're going to have to give yourself a pay cut, and that isn't a retirement income plan that I don't think anybody wants to sign up for. No, no. So you've got to have a strategy that will allow you to avoid that risk, frankly. Another thing is balances. That's on our sheet as a retirement monster. And that comes back to one of the most common questions that we get still in the in the meeting room is, is how much do I need to retire right out of the gate, right? Yeah. Before yeah. we know anything about anybody. And I think that's where the uh, Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process helps significantly as well, is it is an income analysis, incorporating your social security. Maybe there is a pension. Maybe there is rental income, but it's all about the income. And when we uh, work with the client to shift their mindset to that, 
the balance is different for everyone. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. It really is all about the income. And and that also dictates the product conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there are some people who will tell you that they love annuities and there are some people who tell you they hate them. We don't have an opinion one way or the other. It's a question about what are your needs. Mm-hmm. And if you have all of your income needs covered, then you don't need one. If you have a gap, then you're going to need an annuity to cover that gap. So it is, again, an income question. That is really what retirement is all about. It doesn't matter how how much you have in assets. If your income is coming in, you're going to be good. If it's not, you're, you're going to be struggling. 866-653-PLAN. 866-653-7526 to talk to an advisor. Back in a moment. Welcome back to our final segment. Uh, Get Ready for the Future show is at the movies for the next few weeks. We're talking about some uh, financial tips we can glean from the movie Moana. Uh, We've been talking about those monsters that they face at the end and how retirement can certainly present its own monsters. We can call them monsters. We can call them fears. We call them risks. There are three big risks that we believe, uh, and it's not just we that believes it by by the way it is a uh, is academically studied and and shown as three universal risks that all retirees in america will face and we've kind of talked about a couple of them already we talked about inflation we talked about the need to still grow uh, your assets so that you can increase your income uh, over the course of your retirement and we did talk about what's called sequence or timing risk to market volatility and how that can work for you when you're accumulating but against you when you are distributing income to yourself in retirement. So you have to have a plan uh, to combat market volatility and the returns that you're going to get in the market when you first enter retirement. And Mark, the last one is longevity. And that and that basically boils down to, and I say this in a client meeting room almost every time, is if you can tell us your date of death, we can build a pretty darn good retirement income plan. But we don't know anybody's date of death. A lot of people have an idea, right? They, they don't think that they most, think they do. They think <laughs> yeah. they do they, based on family history. And that is important to, to consider for sure. But you have to have a plan that battles longevity. Yes. And, and another question that I would ask to that is, you know, do you know when the next bear market will be? Yeah. You know, because uh, what, what you just mentioned earlier is sequence of return risk mm-hmm. is one of the biggest risks to retirement, right? Nobody wants to retire into a 2008, 2009 uh, and so that could be really, really detrimental to to your retirement uh, because you know if, if you within the first year of retirement, you know uh, half your retirement portfolio gets wiped out, you know that uh, really calls into question whether you will have enough time to retire uh, and, and enough money to retire to last mm-hmm. the whole time. You know, folks are living longer these days, mm-hmm. uh, so which is uh, you know big um, factor that comes into play when we think about you know things like social security. Right. And, and how that's being affected by it. Uh, so, again, it really just uh, comes into question as far as, um, you know, do you know when when that next um, uh, bear market will be? Because you definitely want to be prepared. And it, it comes down again uh, also to that question of, you know, do you know what, how much uh, income you will need? Uh, right. Because. Uh, if you know the the income that you will need, uh, then that's that's how we work through it. Not really a big balance approach, uh, but making sure that um, that the income that you need, the guarantee or the required expenses that that you have, are covered by the guaranteed income. Um, and really, depending on the circumstances uh, that, uh, that that you're in. You know, an advisor will help you figure out, you know, what's the uh, the, the strategy and how to uh, properly uh, align the investments so that the the um, required uh, expenses are met, and not just that, but the income that is needed above that, um, and through a strategy that works uh, to help uh, reduce that sequence of return risk. So if you're five to 10 years away from retirement, that's the question that we have for you today is, do you have a plan that tackles those three big risks, market volatility, sequence risk. You don't know what's going to happen in the market in those first few years of retirement. Longevity, we don't know how long you're going to to live. And inflation risk, we know prices are going to go up. We are experiencing that in a big way uh, right now, in fact. So we know that you're going to need to increase your income over time. So does your retirement income plan, if you have one, take on those three risks? If not, Give us a call, 866-653-PLAN, 866-653-7526, 
to get a first appointment with a Genwell financial advisor. And that leads us into our final tip today from uh, Moana. You need a mentor who is knowledgeable. Mark, you mentioned earlier in the show that Maui didn't want to be one to Moana. He resisted mm-hmm. that. He ran away from it. Now he obviously turns the corner at the end. But the best mentor in this movie is Moana's grandmother. Right. Because she knew all along it would take someone going beyond the reef and breaking the norms of their life to restore the heart and save their people. She was the most knowledgeable character in this movie, and you need a knowledgeable mentor to guide you into retirement. That's right. And but Moana's father, on the other hand, uh, you know, he didn't understand uh, the the risk that posed uh, the risk of just staying in, yeah. in that comfort zone. Right. And so we, we find a lot of folks that, that are there as well, kind of resisting because they might have had, you know, a bad uh, a bad experience, right? And, uh, and and what's interesting is that sometimes, you know, the, the that bad experience that they had uh, might have even been, you know, self-caused by, you know, trying to get into a get-rich-quick scheme or something right. like that. Um, and so we need, really need to be careful with each one of those things. I think part of what you're saying there, Mark, really uh, is, is worthy of us backing up and saying this a little bit more slowly and letting this soak in. Mm-hmm. Whether you stay where you are or whether you choose to move forward, you are accepting risk. Mm-hmm. It's just a different type of risk. Mm-hmm. So you have to decide what risk is worthy of being accepted. What risk is going to you know bring you the reward potentially that is worth it? Is it the risk of staying where you are or going beyond the reef, so to speak, and and growing in this case financially with the education that you have. And consequently, when you when you get financial education, most of the time that is going to prompt you to take financial action that also helps you move beyond the reef. You need a mentor and you need a plan that's built specifically for you. And that's what I love about how we have everything lined up here at GenWealth. We talked earlier about the MoneyWorks program. We're going to talk a little bit about it again. It's really for those starting out. Mark, you've got the ease of technology with the power of an advisor. Yeah, and we we walk people through the categories of uh, spending, you know, budgeting uh, of risk, right? So making sure that that you're covered as far as you know, things like life insurance, um, and then making sure that then the savings is in place, right? But mm-hmm. we take a, a very deliberate step by step approach to address each one of these challenges and make sure that you've got a roadmap so that you know how to find your way. So beyond money works, and and let me say, this is not necessarily an age thing. It's where you are financially. But the next step beyond money works is money guide. And this is, uh, you know, just those of you balancing life and money at this point, it's going to take your goals into consideration. And we can get pretty specific on those types of things, like even down to, do you want to own a sports car in retirement? You know, and if so, how often are you going to replace it? And how much money are we talking about spending on one? Those types of things so it can be very personalized for you it's going to help you figure out how to address health care costs that is a significant potential money drain for a lot of people in retirement that you don't really sit around and think about you know guys who who sits around on mm-hmm. any given day and goes honey we're going to have some health care costs in retirement. How are we going to pay for that? You know, and so at some point that conversation actually has to occur and you have to have a a game plan for it. So we can help you through this process, plan for health care costs, plan to not outlive your money and also deal with social security claiming strategies and even even the impact of which account you're drawing your income from and how that impacts your medicare premiums mm-hmm. there's a ton of variables at play there the thing i like about money guide too is it's very interactive and very uh fun to play with because yeah. we do recognize that it's still a moving target retirement uh, and income and and the the full picture of the plan when you're in your 40s and, and maybe even in your early 50s depending on how far away retirement is for you so you can really tinker with it, it, it yourself as well yes. there's, there's a lot of uh, individualism uh, in that program as well with the money guide program and then there is the ready to retire process which we have talked about is specifically built for folks between five and ten years away from their expected retirement date and it takes into account seven key areas the investment strategy we've talked a lot about that in the show today, social security maximization in your plan, which comes to you in a three ring binder is going to be a very detailed document that is a social security analysis and strategy. It also provides a lot uh, more detail about Medicare and the options that you have there and what the uh, expected costs of that 
uh, are and can help you walk through that process. It will help you create a guaranteed income stream to meet your basic needs. We'll take a look at your required income needs and make sure you don't have a gap. It protects against inflation with a growth component to it to provide for lifestyle income. We'll take a look at long-term care needs. Do you need to leverage an insurance company to protect against needs there? We'll look at taxes during retirement, huge part, uh, reducing taxes or managing taxes. And it's all coming to you documented in a written plan on paper on purpose. You heard the final bell there. It is time for our final thoughts and final lessons from Moana. And we'll start with the man who's fresh back from Hawaii. (laughs) Go right ahead. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for, for me, uh, it really comes down to, okay, do you have uh, that, that wayfinder, right? Right. Uh, the, the person that will help you navigate, uh, you know, and, and sail through the ups and downs, uh, of, of their, you know, the, the investment, um, or invest, investing, right. Financial plan life, uh, navigate through, uh, avoid all the other retirement monsters, uh, and, you know, the, really the, the biggest risk, uh, that you've, that you've got ahead, um, that, that would be kind of my biggest question and, and take there. I would say, you know, we talked about the risk. You're either going to stay where you are or you're going to go beyond the reef. And it's a risk either way. Just remember, though, that financial independence doesn't just impact you. So when we look back at Moana, her pursuit of her purpose didn't just help her. So the same thing is true for you. If you're able to move forward financially, think about the difference that that makes for future generations, for friends of yours, the ability that you have to help others because you've got gotten in a position to do that. My final thought is we've talked about right before we entered final thoughts about all the services that we have, and it can seem a little daunting. It can seem a little overwhelming, and we understand that maybe you're not ready to dive fully in, but we have a great offer for you to get started, and it's absolutely free. Feeling secure about your future can start with how you see your future. 10 ways to shift your perspective of financial planning with our free download, What's the Plan? A manifesto for your life, your worth, and what happens next. And how to get it? Pretty easy. You can go to our website, getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash plan, or just go to your cell phone right now and text the word plan, P-L-A-N, to 501-381-5228. That's all the time we have for this week's Get Ready for the Future show. We'll see you again next time. Thank you for listening to the Get Ready for the Future show. If you enjoy hearing from the Gen Wealth team every week, make sure and subscribe to the podcast. And you can always find us on social media. Search for Gen Wealth Financial Advisors on Facebook or on Twitter at Gen Wealth FA. The Gen Wealth Financial team is available to you 24 7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866 653 PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. GenWealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas-registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC.